Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of getting, giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting and punting advice on the AFL 2019 season. And it's a big, warm welcome on a chilly Melbourne day to The Logical One. Thanks, Mug. Good to be here as usual. Uh, it's a big week coming up. We have got all sorts of things. We had a mid-season draft this week. Um, We've got games in China, games in Darwin. Um, we've got uh, coaches we, being sacked. We've got a new coach. Um, do, do we still go over? Do we do we ever get over to the cake tin anymore? We don't get over to New no, Zealand no, as well. It's gone. We've done. We're done it's with that, gone. are we? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So just Shanghai and uh, and Darwin these days. And Alice Springs too. Sometimes and Alice Springs up in the Alice. Okay. Yep. And of course we play football on the Gold Coast too. Yep. Um, we do that now as well, don't we? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I did see in the mid-season draft, actually, the Dogs have already declared their guy. They've picked up uh, Ryan Gardner. They're playing him this weekend, straight in. They are not. They are. Off to Perth. <laughs> Fair income. Yeah. Gee, that's uh, that's it. That's a tune-up for the books. Jeez, yeah. That, that's, uh, that's very interesting. That's a good result. That's that what, is great. That's what it's there for. Well, we... Intro- uh, we um, we had a chat to Trent Hotton the other day, and uh, he was not far from that similar sort of story, was he? Where he actually got picked up out of suburban footy, playing suburban footy one year and back in the AFL the next. So yep. um, great to see these guys from uh, the next level down getting that opportunity. The lad from over in... Uh, he, he does play for their, their VFL team for Footscray, so yeah. that's why you get that seamless integration, I suppose. And the and the, uh, the lad that's had a bit of trouble, I uh, think, in his past, uh, was, is it picking or... Um, uh, the indigenous boy, he's about 27, 28. Marlon, is it uh, Pickett or? Yeah, Marley and Pickett from Pick, South Freo. Pick, Pickett, yeah. So um, great to see him get an opportunity at, what, 27 years of age? Yeah, I think he's had a, a stint in jail in between. And... Yeah, so, um, so yeah. Great, to, great to see. What caught your eye from a uh, footballing point of view on the weekend, Logical? Um, the market moved against Richmond again. That was huge, that's wasn't happened, it? I don't know whether we discussed that last week, but that's happened nearly every round this year it's already started to do it again this round um so i know we tipped up the plus or i tipped up the plus on the on the wednesday last week or the tuesday night but by the time we got to the jump i think it was into five and a half and we had to go the other way yeah um, and and just on that um hopefully some of the listeners and and some you follow us on twitter at barefoot uh, at barefoot punter one um, because we did go back the other way. We alerted the followers uh, that we were doing that, and um, we didn't quite get the gap. Uh, would have been nice to get the gap as well, but um, but but made an earn on, on the fact that we went back the other way harder on the Tigers. So, guys, if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so, because if you just listened to the podcast and took the advice on the Essendon, then unfortunately you, you would, have, uh, would have lost that one. But that market moved way too much, and we had to go back the other way. Yep. Um, so we were both in on that one. So we might just continue that theme with, betting review uh they're logical yeah, so me, if you give us a wrap up of your all your bets for the weekend dogs minus uh beaten by the uh the the last uh yeah, was last wasn't it? week coaching of scotty um essendon plus that was that was that was a loser at plus seven and a half um quarter of a unit on edwards he was going well early but he had 15 possessions at half time yeah he was going all right yeah. but um no his rightful winner was basher um the melbourne plus which was no good um and then the over Melbourne GWS, depending on when you took that, um, it got down to 158.5 or there was 161s and 162 was was a loser if you took that. So, um, you know, yes, yeah, so it depends on when you took that, what, whether or not you're a winner or a loser. Yep. But um, there definitely are uh, lower, lines lower out there. 
and I had um, reluctantly tipped the pies. I just couldn't keep my nose out of it, and uh, I jumped on that 15 and a half um, player movement. Uh, Dugowie, unfortunately, didn't come up. Uh, I thought that was going to happen, and, and Buddy actually uh, came back in. So um, so I missed the line there. It actually went off at 13 and a half, and one day I think it was eight points or something like that. So missed on that one, unfortunately, and um, and I jumped in on the Tigers as per the uh, the Twitter feed. So bit of a flat weekend for myself, and I, and I think uh, the same for yourself as well, Logical. So hopefully... Yeah, no, not, not a good down weekend for me. So. Down weekend, okay. So hopefully uh, hopefully we've got some winners for uh, the listeners this week weekend, and uh, hopefully I've got some listeners for us. Uh, we've got some winners for us as well, Logical. Yep, yep. Um, do we want to look over look at a couple of bad beats? Bad beats! Serve them up, Logical. What do you uh, got? A couple of, couple of interesting ones. Um, one of them that we tipped up with the plus 17.5 on the... Uh, on Essendon, um, I don't know whether you're watching that game, Mug. But I um, was, yes. I think uh, 20 seconds ago they've kicked it, kicked Richmond have kicked deep into their forward line or, or shallow into their forward line actually, and Rioli has somehow marked <laughs> yes. marked in front of the pack and gone back and slotted the goal. Um, it didn't matter whether he kicked the goal or the point once he marked it, but it just looked like it 17 and a half was going to cover and. And just stopped, you know, that was whipped away, ripped away from you in the last few seconds of the match. Um, that was pretty, pretty uh, heartbreaking. But I suppose stopping us getting the gap. But um, the other bad one was was Brisbane Freo. Depending on what you're on there, they were mm. both bad beats, I think, because um, if you're on Brisbane, um, even though Freo were dominating that contest late, you would have thought you were home there with uh, or, or good chance with 30 seconds to go that it was going to be a draw. Mm. Um, then they they kicked it across, and then once once our, our man Matera stuffed it up for a start. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> he had about yes. twenty seconds to go. He has a snap from thirty meters out, and just kicks it straight in the air. So I couldn't believe that. Yeah, um, then you probably think you're out of jail as a Brisbane uh, backer, or not out of jail, but you're going to get the draw result, um, get your money back. Um, uh, at least, um, and then once Walters was marked, you probably thought he was going to score. But if you're on the Frio minus, I think it was four and a half, five and a half. In flight, that thing, that, that looked goal good, didn't looked, it? looked home. <laughs> and last minute, it's just swung and hit the post. So I think that was pretty stiff too. So um, you could look bad at Bad beats ways. all around. Bad beats all around that game. It was a great game. It was a really good game late. It was. Um, Freo dominating the contest and, and Brisbane just holding it, holding on with great structure down back. So Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good game. I caught the second half of, the, of that one myself. Um, i tell you, the, the one other thing that, uh, that caught my eye this uh this this weekend, uh, logical was um, just a couple of, uh, and there's been a few in the last couple of weeks. The um, deliberate out of bounds. I don't know if you saw it on the weekend, but a uh, young Baker. Uh, I think he's been tackled and bumped from about three Rising different stars, ways. Yeah. He hacks the ball off the ground. It, like I don't even think it was on the ground. It might have been in midair. Hacks it off in midair. Shins it forward about 30, 40 meters in the wet. And they called that deliberate. They definitely didn't give him any uh, leeway because it was wet. Um, I think actually well, I saw some stat around the average amount of deliberates per per game this year. It's been around a one. And I think there was seven or eight called yeah. in that match. Um, so there must have been some sort of... You I, know, I didn't they have might, have got, might have got together and said we're going to be red hot on this tonight. I didn't, or, I didn't have an issue uh, with uh, most of them. But um, but that one in particular, after the one with in the Frio game last week, I thought that was, uh, that was, that was pretty stiff. And... Um, and then I don't know bad beats if where you sit on this one, but uh, 
I reckon if you were either a St Kilda or a Carlton better in that last game, you would have just been on the absolute edge of your seat watching that one because that, that looked like it was going to go either way. Uh, shout out to Nath over there in South Australia. He messaged me on Twitter. I think it was Rowan as well. Uh, messaged on Twitter saying, I'm on this one and I'm on that one and I'm pretty nervous. So uh, so I think uh, Nath won out in the end uh, with the Carlton Plus bet. So uh, congrats to you. And uh, But yeah, she would have been a nervous time watching that one yeah, for sure. It wasn't a good spectacle, that one. <laughs> Bit, bit opposite to Brisbane Freo. Yeah. I was nervous watching it. I didn't even have a bet on it. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you ready for some games, Logical? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Round 11, Friday night. Richmond Tigers taking on North Melbourne Kangaroos. The Tigers, $1.30. The Kangaroos, $3.35, making the Tigers a 19.5-point favorite. And very important to add that this game is at Marvel Stadium, not at the MCG where you might normally associate the Tigers at home. Logical, what are you seeing here? Um, this is uh, on ratings. Um, I made this game around about what it is, um, but it's, it's at Marvel Stadium. So Richmond haven't, haven't had a good record there. Well, probably their last game, I suppose they weren't good. Um, they got flogged by the Dogs, I think, the last time they played them. Played at Marvel. The week, the time before that, they played Sydney. They were okay. Um, what I wanted to sort of look at in this game, take a bit of a different um, look at, at the way you look at games, because we've been talking about the line a lot this year. I wanted to sort of look at that head-to-head. Um, and you look at it and you go, okay, well, do I like the Kangas here? They're about 350, which makes them about a 28% chance to, um, to, to win the match. And then you look at that and you go, okay, well, if this game's played 10 times or, or 100 times, how many times would you expect the Kangas to win this match? Um, is it more than 28 times in 100? Um, or is it less? You know, that's, that's... And if you'd like the Kangas, do you think they're going to win that 40 times out of 100? Then bang, yes, you do like the Kangas. They've got a new coach. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to go under him, how they're going to respond to the new coach, whether it's positive or negative. I've got a mate who used to think he used to be all in when they had a new coach. He used to think it was a great thing for the group. Um, used to, you know, and unite there, them. And any statistics on that? Logical. Uh, a new coach. The new coach. Statistics? I have looked at this back in the day. Uh, they've drawn out, and I don't think there was anything really. Yeah, okay. You know, um, it depends on the situation whether they were playing for the coach or weren't playing for the coach. You know, this one I don't think the coach had lost them, so I don't think there's much. You know, like bad blood or anything. Yeah, like I don't that. actually yeah. know, yeah. but that's my expectation. Um, yeah, so I just thought. The way of looking at those head-to-head odds is, you yep. know, you can think how many times out of 10 do you think Richmond would win this game? Okay, if you think it's more than seven, then, you know, well, you probably don't want to take the shorts, but you're probably more looking at the outsider. Um, but for me, at the nine and a half, uh, no bet uh, at this stage. But as we know, the market likes to move against the Tigers, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I was eyeing off this price on Sunday. That So that price now is 19.5. That was out at 23.5. And, and there may have even been 24s around early on uh, that sort of Sunday evening afternoon time. Um, I liked the look of that line at that time, but didn't pull the trigger just because... Too many unknowns, I think, with the new coach coming in. You don't really know how the players are going to go under him. How is he going to go? Are they sitting in the rooms listening to him going, geez, I don't know if I can play for this bloke. So just too many unknowns. So for that reason, I couldn't be backing the North, even though I thought that 23.5 line was value. The fact that that line has come in now, not for me. 
I'm looking for a, a Tigers bet, but that line has got to move uh, significantly for me yeah, to be and, uh, into that as and well. And Cochin could play for the Tigers as well, and Soldo probably back. So, you know, there's and, a bit upside there for And them. Lynch, is he out? Do we, have we got that a confirmed Tom Lynch? Um, Do we know much about that? I know he was a bit no, sore after. No, no, I didn't have it. Uh, Spent the last quarter of the Essendon game on the bench. Uh, so. Expect to be fine, though. Okay, all yeah. right. Okay. Court calf expected to be fine. Okay. Yeah. So no bidding, I think we're saying there yep. on that one. All right. First game on the Saturday, Collingwood Magpies taking on the Dockers at the MCG. Magpies, $1.17. Frio Dockers, $4.60. And that line has now gone out to 33 and a half. So do you have some information, logical, around some um, player movement for Frio? Because I think that line opened up at around about 28, and we've seen it move out to 33.5. Is there any info there? Because no, not, not, not particularly around Frio. Uh, there's a few unknowns about the Pies. They could get back um, Cox, Dugowie, Moore, Adams. Um, so there's, there's some good cattle coming back for them. Um, right. But I don't think there's going to be any changes at Frio from what I've, what I've read. Well, um, uh, yeah, well, that being the case, uh, I know there might be some ins for the pies, but that that line is starting to get pretty big, I think. And I think one thing that we have seen with the Dockers um, is that they have the ability to play that claggy. They, they, they ran pretty freely on the weekend against Brisbane, but I think sides tend to do that against Brisbane a little bit more. They play that open sort of run and gun sort of uh, high scoring game. But I'm just wondering against the Magpies with a forward line that hasn't been functioning that well, if this one might clag right up and that therefore that 33 points actually becomes a little bit more valuable than what it might normally be uh, against the Pies. So a little bit of a... I'm liking the look of the Freo. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but a little bit of a market watch on that Freo line for me um, and potentially even total points, which uh, maybe you can comment on logical. Um, How are you seeing this one? Yeah, for me, I made this around about what it was, and there's a lot of unknowns with player movement, so I'm not, not really interested in the game, so no bet for me. Sit back and watch. Okay, yep. well... Um, not at this stage, anyhow. Yeah, I've, I've got... I haven't put any bet down and not recommending a bet at this point, but uh, I'm definitely um, keeping a, a close watch on that line. GWS Giants and the Suns are also kicking off at 1.45 on Saturday up at Giants Stadium. Uh, Giants, $1.06... Um, that's that's right, $1.06, not $1.60, $1.06 versus the Gold Coast Suns, $8, making them the biggest uh, favorite of the year, if I'm not mistaken, at 48.5. Logical. Talk to us about this one. This is a lot of points. That's uh, not yeah. bad. GWS are clearly the better side. Um, they are. And they're going, at, like, I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago, how... Collingwood, Geelong, and GWS have cleared out mm. from the from the rest, and that's continued to uh, run true in the last few weeks. Um, but I think I've covered this in in previous episodes. When that um, with this this like there's a bit of rain around, and with this low scoring, for GWS to win this cover this line, they have to score at one point nine times to every time that Gold Coast scores. And Gold Coast, as we've seen, have really good at shutting down games and keep keeping tight. They also have been getting blown away a bit in the last quarters, but mm. they've still been hanging in a bit. So it concerns me they can still get blown away, but there's no way I could be on that minus. Um, mm. For me, I'm a little bit small with the lower scoring expected match and a bit of rain around. So for me, it's a unit on the plus. Yep. 40, 49 and a half, I think, is out there. And um, 
And I've just got put here, I think you've got to be on the Gold Coast, um, but pass, however, question mark, weather. So are we expecting weather in this game? I think there's, yeah, there's, there's, when we look, you eyeball that closer to the match, but on the day, there's five to ten mils in Sydney. Yeah, okay. Around, so. All right. And um, there might even be, I, I mentioned 48 and a half. I know there was some 50 and a half uh, earlier in the week. There might still be a little bit of that as, around as well. So shop around for the best price. We always recommend that. Um, in terms of our prices uh, today, they're coming courtesy um, from Sportsbet. Um, so I've just ripped those prices straight off the Sportsbet app. So thought we'd better give those guys a bit of support after a bit of a, uh, a tough week they've had. Um, but uh, we'll leave that uh, right there. Um, we might even roll straight on to our, uh, our next game, Logical. Uh, we've got the Geelong Cats taking on the Sydney Swans. Uh, now, this one is down in Geelong. We've got the Geelong Cats, $1.14 uh, versus the Sydney Swans, $5.20. Cats, 28 and a half. What are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing a Gaz is out. Mm. Finally got his spell. Um, uh... Danger probably comes back in for him. Um. And I've, I've really Sydney is sort of starting to get a bit of momentum going. They're starting to play a bit better footy. Um, I've you know the last couple of weeks they've been a lot better. It's good to see that possibly Menzel could be back against his old side down there at Geelong. Um, so that's a good story. Um, but just so hard to score down at um, at GM HBA Stadium. Um, so for me, I you know like I probably wanted to be on the minus. So I think I've said this before, but it's it's. The market's found it, so I'm not not having a bet here. So pass for yourself? Yep. Yeah, okay. And uh, for me, no bet just yet, but I want to be on the cats. So uh, this is a market watch situation. Let's just see what happens with this line. Um, again, this line was out a little bit further um, earlier in the week. It's actually trimmed back up to the 28 and a half. If that line keeps sliding down and, and gets around that four, four goal mark, um, I'll be having a go on the Cats. Um, but right at this point in time, uh, we'll just leave that one alone. It's Saturday night in Brisbane town and the Lions are taking on the Hawks. How about the Hawks, logical? Absolutely flying, my boys. Just uh, touched up port. Uh, thank you very much. Um, but here they're playing Brisbane. Brisbane are the favoured team. $1.72 and the Hawks $2.10, making the Lions four and a half points here. Um, I uh, I don't want to be going... Uh, Mark, it's taken you a while to bring up Hawthorne this week. <laughs> We've gotten through a bit before we've spoken be, about... The listeners will be very relieved. Well, uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't bet on them uh, on the weekend as per last week's podcast, but... Um, and I can't be betting on them here either, unfortunately. Uh, $2.10, they're the outsider, but uh, Lions are going really well. And uh, I've still got it absolutely burnt into the back of my brain. And I, and I still don't know how the hell we finished fourth last year when we lost to Brisbane both times, of which one was in Launceston. So um, we, uh, I think uh, old mate up there, um, uh, the coach Fagan, he... Um, He's got us worked out, um, so I'm, I'm very uh, nervous. Tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous to have a go at the Hawks here. Don't think I could be on Brisbane at a dollar seventy-two, but you might think differently. Logical. What have you got for us? Yeah, as you said, Hawks going okay, um, but Brisbane have been Brisbane uh, continue to impress me. They're not having a sh- they haven't had like a shocking game in a long time. Um, 
you know, I think the last time they, they really got beat up was when they played Collingwood up at the Gabba um, a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was about 60 uh, points, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. that, that was like round five or so. Um, they've had a couple of close ones um, against Adelaide and, and um, Fremantle, um, but they're still going well. Um, and this market suggests that Hawthorne are a better team than than Brisbane. And explain that to the listeners for us, Logical. So you're taking into consideration your, your home ground advantage. Yeah. So Brisbane at the moment... Uh, from a betting perspective, four and a half point favourite. You feel that the home ground advantage is worth how much? Eight points. Eight points. So it's about a, what, three and a half point advantage. Uh, On a neutral ground, the, the, the market suggests that Hawthorne are better than Brisbane, and I don't think that's the case. I think they're at least um, equal or Brisbane slightly better for me. So for me, I'd be putting up a unit on the minus four and a half to Brisbane. Um, the Hawks are going well, and they haven't had McAvoy, and they haven't got Smith, but they won't have them again, and they're pretty key players for them um so yeah i'll be putting up a unit on the minus here so old mate is into the brisbane lines there's the first one for the listeners yeah uh, so um get stuck into that one and apologies uh for the listeners that was a second tip up from the uh, logical one there so that's uh the gold coast so far and uh the brisbane lions uh, that the logical one likes to look of there so let's get into the second game on this on the saturday night and important to note, this is up at TIO Stadium in Darwin. So the Melbourne Demons are hosting the Adelaide Crows in Darwin, not at the MCG, which they might normally be associated with. Uh, the Demons are $2.10. The Adelaide Crows are $1.72, uh, making them five and a half points. Um, the Demons, geez, they were absolutely woeful on the weekend. They got that run on in the last quarter, but... Um, that was fool's gold. I mean, the game was one and done. If, if they're going to get excited about that sort of stuff, has Goodwin come in come out and said anything about it? They got their brand back you, in, the, you, in the last quarter. You really quarter. love Goodwin, don't you? He's one of your favourites. <laughs> <laughs> we got our brand back. We uh, we got the, we started playing the Melbourne way. Uh, they love all that sort of talk at Melbourne. Uh, I'm putting one up on the Crows here, logical. Um I think Melbourne are stinking. Uh, the Crows weren't too good on on the weekend. Well, they I guess they were all right against the Eagles, um, but they they missed out. Steam's coming out of their ears over in Adelaide. Um, Don's got them revved up. They do have some bad memories from up there last year. That that was a little bit of a concern for me, but um, but I just feel that the Crows are, are, are going much better than the Demons, and you've got to be into them. What do you think? Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed. It's been a bit of a market move here. I was, um, mm. It was it was early in the week. Uh, Crows was was almost pick them, I think, um, and and I was I was a, like it looked, almost looked like it has been priced at the MCG Sportsbet had them at dollar eighty four for a little while yeah. so you could get a, get a little bit of that I, I unfortunately don't have a Sportsbet account uh, anymore uh, thanks uh, to those guys um, but um, <laughs> but I think there was still some dollar eighty around a little bit earlier yeah. and and dollar seventy two logical can you be on them can you get involved oh, in this I one I don't know about at that level I was really I was pretty keen at the the, the prices early in the week. Um, I don't think there's any home... I know Melbourne got a bit of more familiarity here in Darwin, but I don't think there's there's really any home ground advantage. Um, so I would be staying out of it at this level at the moment. Um, I think Adelaide are better side than Melbourne, but they're not flying either. So for me, no bet on the match. Um, yeah, I think you were putting up some total points. Yeah, there, well, well um, I just wanted to uh, talk to you about total points on this one as well, because we have seen these mid-season games up in the... 
northern part of the country. Um, and for our overseas listeners, this is um, up in the Northern Territory. And this time of year can be very humid, at particularly at night time, and uh, can make the conditions very, very slippery. So I'm not putting up the market yet, but what I would say that to the listeners is to make sure that you've got the tally on, make sure that you're watching the warm up. See if you can see anything about balls slipping around or anything like that. Oh, well, Mark, I'm just going to have to shut you down there. The re- you want to check the humidity first. and it's The re- humidity on Saturday night in Darwin is only 43%. 43%. I think okay. even at night it's, it goes down to 20, actually 28%. So it's really low humidity. Yeah, low humidity. Um, but I don't think it's all about the humidity there. Um, no, there's other factors, isn't there? They, they say it gets so hot that it, the, the, the hands get all slippery. slippery. The sweat. Yeah. So I haven't, been able to try, try to, I haven't been able to work it out over the years. Hasn't been enough games there. Sometimes it feels like it's humidity. Sometimes it feels like it's sweat on the players' hands. It just look can be slippery. I, I can't explain it, so I, I don't know. I'm probably going to not stay play on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be watching the warm up of that game. See if we can pick anything up. If there is something there that's of interest, then um, and the market you know is sitting around that sort of 160 mark, which is probably average points for uh, for games then uh, I'm probably going to have a play at the under. But um, but stay tuned for that one and uh, just keep an eye out. First of the Sunday games, and it's over to Shanghai uh, for St Kilda Saints versus Port Adelaide Power. The Saints have sold their soul to the devil and they're hosting a home game in Shanghai. Can you believe that? Um they're taking on the power. The power have been over, I think this is their third year with the Shanghai experiment. Uh, AFL perhaps setting up headquarters over in Shanghai, I've heard. It's been um, a raging success. Yeah. Yeah. I think the AFL buy up all the tickets, don't they? <laughs> they uh, the last few years they've said it's been a sellout and there's no one in the stands. Um, $2.60 the Saints and the Port Adelaide Power are $1.46 uh, and the line is 12 and a half uh, favourite to the Power team. Um, oh, geez, a Power, power their run and gun Kenny Hinckley uh, style of football has just been a little bit derailed uh, lately with lack of personnel. But uh, talk to us about some personnel logical. Do they There's, get some? Do they get some manpower back because they're undermanned? The, the Saints. The no, Saints, the power. The Saints might get back Geary. Okay. The power, rather than getting players back, could be could lose a couple because Rockcliffe obviously. Rocky. Yep. Um, went down with a hamstring. I don't know how he did his hamstring because he doesn't run fast enough to do a hamstring. <laughs> but he did his hamstring. Um, but they're taking him over with him um, to possibly pl- take him over with, with on the plane. So I don't know how that. Well, works. that's a junket, is it? He's taking the misses as well, well misses and kid. No, or he's talking, he's talking the about, dog. He's talking about playing. So <laughs> I don't know how they say he's going to get it, get up. But they talk of that, and that's they're also taking Burton for the fitness test. So they're going to take them both for the fitness test. Okay. Um, good friend of mine, Port is a port supporter. It goes by the name of AJ and he's he's a little bit pessimistic. He said some killed a forty plus, he said to me today. Ooh, okay. Um, There's one for the listeners. Yeah, and he, he's he's I can understand where it's coming from because Port have been stinking it up in recent weeks. Um they were they were quite bad on the weekend. Um you know, I don't they don't think the Hawks are particularly a great side and they looked really ordinary port. Um you know, even when they had the wind um you know a couple of couple of quarters against Hawthorne they really struggled to to break through their defence. So, um, uh, you know, like at the same time, St Kilda, we saw them, they're not going great. Um, it's in Shanghai, 12.5 point favourites. I think Port are a bit better than St Kilda. Seems about right to me. So for me at the moment, it's no bet here. Yeah, uh, I've written Saints, 
but no thanks. Um, just, uh, God, if you're watching that game against Carlton on the weekend, uh, they had every chance to close that game out numerous times and uh, they don't cover the line. And um, yeah, you just, uh, I don't like betting on the Saints because they miss a lot of goals. They stuff up a lot of opportunities. If you're going to have a go at them, probably head to head. Saints, I don't mind too much, but um, but yeah, whenever you're on, on the Saints minus, as we saw last week with Carlton, they're at the plus here, but still not for me. Leave me out of that one. Thank you very much, Logical. 3.20 on the Sunday. We're back at the mighty MCG for some traditional rivals to duke it out. Essendon are taking on Carlton. Essendon $1.48 and the Carlton Blues $2.54. And uh, making them a 13.5 point favorite, the Bombers. And you would absolutely have to say that this is what? Logical? That this is what? The Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. Oh, yes. Get down and see Andrew. He will fix your back if there is any troubles. The uh, 21 and a half points early on, uh, on Sunday, early Monday, and, uh, and now we find ourselves at 13 and a half points. So definitely the Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. You Let- know why that is, don't you, Mark? Uh, Shiel and, uh, and what's the other bloke? Stringer. Stringer, one of your favourites. One of my favourites. How's this for an injury list? Uh, Mitch Brown, he's possibly test, but not. he's not one of their stars. But Joe Danaher, Orazio, um, Dylan Shiel, he's a test for the week. Devin Smith, um, Jake Stringer, James Stewart. So they're, they're up there with the worst in the league at the moment for injuries. Um, not only that, that, that's their five or six best players, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you've got Merritt, I guess, and Heppel. Um, and, and Merritt in the last probably four or five weeks has been quite solid. And I'm a pretty big detractor of Heppel, but I have to say he's been, I reckon he's been pretty pretty good for him recently. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shiel and String, I feel I feel String has been, I think I said to you the other day, I feel String has been one of their most consistent players, even when they were going bad at the start of the year. I thought Stringer was still going really good for him. Yeah. And Shiel's been... Pretty good. I mean, he gets a bit of bit of rubbish about his kicking, but uh, but he's still still very good for him, I think. Yeah. So we go from Essendon injury list to Carlton lack of list. Um, so <laughs> yeah, which one beats which? Um, both coaches seem to be under a bit of heat at the moment as well. Both have been copying a little bit in the media. Um, I, I would have been probably into Essendon here without the injuries, but it just oh, I, it's a game I've got very little interest in at the moment. At the current prices, it feels about right to me, so I'm not going to be playing. Yeah, I had a bit of interaction uh, on Twitter with one of the listeners um, around Carlton. I've taken a bit of Carlton at the uh, 21 and a half. Yeah, um, more retro from Mug. Yeah, sorry about that, listeners. But uh, it's starting to get to the point where it's got to be back the other way. Um, and if that, I'll be interested to see what that line does um, during the week, if that actually uh, moves even further. Um, at this point in time, I'm still happy with my bet on Carlton. But, um, you know, if we start approaching the 10s or even single figures, then uh, she's back the other way, I think, because uh, that's um, that's too short for Versus a Carlton team, I think. But uh, Carlton have been pretty well performed at the MCG. They beat Essendon in the corresponding game last year at the MCG when Carlton were, well, they're bad now, but uh, they were bad last year as well. And yeah. Essendon were probably going better at that time than um, than, than what Essendon potentially going now. So I don't mind the 21 and a half points that we managed to get, but, um, but yeah, any more movement and she's back the other way. 
So not one for the listeners there on the uh, on the Carlton price, um, but uh, but stay tuned in terms of an Essendon bet. And the last game of the round over in the West, and it's the 5.20 p.m. relationship killer again. Um, West Coast Eagles taking on the Western Bulldogs. West Coast Eagles are short here, $1.20, and the Doggies $4.20 back the other way. 23 and a half points. This has been a pretty big market move as well. 28 and a half points uh, early on. I liked the look of that 28 and a half points. Um, didn't pull the trigger a little bit, uh, kicking myself a little bit now because it's moved a long way. Um, I think the reason I didn't pull the trigger is I, I, the dogs have been cleaned up a couple of times and I just wondered if the West Coast were going to do that to them. So can't be uh, beyond the dogs now at 23 and a half. Um, so potentially market watch for the Eagles, but that price would have to move a fair bit for me to be interested in that one. Logical, how are you seeing it? Yeah, it has moved a bit. I think the market might even move some more. Really? Okay. Um, at, at the current levels... Let's have a, I'll have a quick look at that one right now. At current levels, I couldn't be... Um, I probably couldn't be on anything here. I want, I'm angling to be on West Coast. Um, I think they may have... Did they turn the corner on the weekend? Um, they, they played a lot better... Um, well, remember, I was, uh, was wrestling with that one. It was the uh, the head versus the gut on that one, and I'm very happy that I uh, I listened to my intuition and uh, and and pulled out of that one because um, yeah, when you got the internal wrestle going on, it's probably uh, just best to stay out of it. Yeah, they're definitely not playing as well as Collingwood, um, Geelong, GWS as as we've mentioned, but they're, they're getting they're still winning games Bloody and they're they still are. going. They're quite of a bit of a sleeping giant at the moment. Um, the seven and three. Um, they go into this game. The dogs, like losing to Kangas as favourites, they they have turned up in games when they've been least expected a bit this year. Um, and they, I still don't mind the dogs uh, as a side, but if this got round to about twenty or half, twenty and a half or so, I'd feel like it could be a, a, an old fashioned flat track West Coast beat up. Um, yeah. It could be back to that sort of form. Um, but at the moment, no bet. But if it does move, keep a market watch. Yep. And um, your man going really well, Willie. Uh, I think it was yeah. influential again for him on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. And they get back Jetta as well from yeah. that suspension too. So yeah. and and doggies will lose Wallace. Um, I think he won't go. Over, they, over. And they had another lad. Who's the uh, the boy from Crozier? Yeah, uh, Crozier. Crozier yeah. So they they lose that as well. So and and what's Bevo doing? I mean, I, I, the dogs are so up and down. But I also think. Bevo's selection, he chops and changes his team by about four or five players every week. Um, yeah. There's going to be force changes, obviously, this week with the with the injuries. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think just keep your side a bit settled. Yeah. And uh, and that might actually help you be a little bit more consistent because the dogs at times have shown really good signs. Yep. But then they come out and have pretty bad losses as well. So um, I'm, I'm the same as you, Logical. Um, that price has moved a long way. Uh, hopefully it can move a little bit more and uh, and we can get stuck into the West Coast Eagles. Betting review, Logical. So what are you putting up for the listeners this week? Not too much, actually. A bit of a quieter week. Uh, I, I was on to into Brisbane at the minus four and a half. Um, Gold Coast plus 49 and a half. Um, and market watch West Coast to see what that does there at this stage. Okay. And just a, a quick question uh, for yourself and on behalf of, I guess, myself and also the listeners. Um, I meant to ask you before, the, the Gold Coast versus GWS, one thing that we actually have seen with the, GW, uh, with the Gold Coast recently is them be very competitive um, for three quarters 
Um, and and I think there's been about three games recently where they've all actually been pretty much level at three-quarter time and then have got blown away in the last quarter. So the one thing I did want to ask you, is there any value in actually taking a line at the at the plus for the Gold Coast potentially at half-time? Absolutely. If you can find a plus uh, line for um, Gold Coast that's near half of what the total line is, go for it. Like, Get stuck into that I think one. statistically uh, matches with bigger lines – the margin between the first half and the second half is far greater in the second half. So game opens up in the second half. Yeah, yeah so okay. it's sides that are way more competitive in the first half than the second half when they're big outsiders. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, I had. Um, well, I'm going to put that one up for the listeners. Uh, I'm going to put up um, a unit. Uh, for Gold Coast at the plus at half time. If you can find that 24-25, and I'm, as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to uh, jump on and have a look at that for myself. So I'm going to put that one up, the old half time line. Uh, you won't hear me or probably the logical one talking about that too much, but um, but I'm going to have a, a go at that one uh, for this week. I've got a few market watchers here uh, this week as well. So I'm market watching the Fremantle game. I, I'm really keen to see where that line ends up. Um, just, so I can see, a, I've seen a first half line about plus 23 and a half. 23, okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. You'll probably even get better, but even, yep. yeah. So And that was for the Gold Coast game? Yep. yep. So for Frio, that's a market watch. Really interested to see where that one ends up. Um, probably uh, the Pies are probably the biggest minus back team in the whole caper, just being uh, one of the most heavily followed. And we know a lot of the Pies supporters love a punt, um, trying to uh, win a meal for themselves on the weekend. Is that unfair about the Pies supporters? It's a bit harsh. A bit harsh? Okay, well, it's too late now. Um, so so market watch on the, uh, on the Frio Dockers. I've got uh, a market watch on the Cats. Uh, if that gets down to a sort of that four-goal level, I'll be forced to have a go at the Cats down there at GMHBA Stadium. Um, I've taken the Crows. I uh, just wanted to clarify, too, for myself. I've taken the Crows head-to-head, and... Um, and I, I still feel at $1.72, and there's probably better out there in the marketplace um, that you can get. Probably on Betfair, closer to the jump, you might be able to get a little bit better than that as well. So um, happy to put up the head-to-head there. And uh, I'm on the blue baggers, but market watch on Essendon to see if that moves a couple more points for me to go back the other way. And uh, and like you, I'm on market watch on the uh, Eagles in the... In the last so game, you got really got it. Really, is the week of mug, isn't it? Like, there's a lot there for the mug this week. Um, <laughs> well, I said I'd be back. I said I'd be back. Complex, complex, complex situation there from the mug. So it's good. He's putting up plenty. Um, we'll call this uh, the week of mug. Um, <laughs> good well, to see him back. Well, uh, I know I didn't have much on the weekend, but uh, I, t- I said I'd be back, and I, I'm back and looking to uh, to have some some bets uh, for this weekend. So looking forward to a good weekend of footy. Um, again, thank you to Logical, the 15 out of 15 year winner, the 13 out of 15 year, 10% return on investment. Great to have him with us. And um, and myself, the mug, signing off. If you're wanting to follow us at BarefootPunter1 on the Twitter handle, we'll get the podcast out very shortly on the SoundCloud and um, and also on the Apple podcast for the listeners. Again, thanks to all the loyal listeners for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and for the feedback on Twitter too, guys, we, we really appreciate the uh, the comments and, and feedback. And if you want to interact, feel free to get on there. If there's any questions that you have, um, please feel free to ask as well. And uh, and I'll do my best to, to give you the response that you're after. Um, but until next time, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.